0: It could have been, I guess. I mean, that yeah, was goes up there. But what happened, Forrest? What was that, Tracy Chapman? <sighs> Dawson's oh. Creek. God, yeah. don't you know the <laughs> fucking artists? Wasn't like Tracy, said, Tracy Chapman?
1: Give me one reason to be.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I spent the last month being between sick in the hospital, getting shit shoved up my arms, needles poking in me. I've been a pincushion. I don't have any working veins left. They've taken the blood out of me. I'm a pale, scrawny, fatless mess.
1: You were pale before, though. <laughs> just, just to give credit to that comes with being ginger. <laughs> um.
0: Uh, but yeah, no, no, I'm fine now. So basically, you almost died, and then you fucking whined about it for a month while you were in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was surprisingly quiet in the hospital. Once I got out, all hell broke loose. <laughs> all the whining, then the whining floodgates open, and all everybody could hear was "Whoa, poorest me." Well, yeah, because people actually uh, listen out here in the fucking hospital. Nobody gives a shit about your problems because there's a lady down the hall dying. Welcome to the medical field in general. Nobody gives a fuck. Oh, I'm in the, pay the hospital. Us. I didn't realize nobody you were, hears you scream. Pay us. That's <laughs> I didn't realize you were a, a registered about. member of the medical field, Josh. Huh. What? <laughs> you said I was? Welcome
1: to the Senior Citizens <laughs> Podcast where nobody hears each other.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you what. Right. <laughs> back in my day.
1: Between Forrest being out, being all deathly ill and whatnot. And He's alive, by the way. He made it. We had COVID scares, which turns yep. out to be everything okay. And Josh didn't really. He was just here. <laughs> he he, he I, I,
0: I could have done so much, but I did jack all. I didn't do shit. <laughs> but he... He's still here, though. But
1: Maybe. I have thought of something before we start this podcast off into our bitch fest on Kathleen Kennedy. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. My engine's revved. I thought of something. I want you both to... I've I both got a pen and paper here ready for both of you. And I'll keep going while while you guys scribble stuff down. But I, bo- I thought of this while I was working the other day. And I want you both, and I want to see how close you guys get. To name, we're going to go from... Atari to Super Nintendo Sega Genesis we'll just do the Prime systems the Atari the regular Nintendo the Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis the first three games that come to your mind off the top of your head and I want to see how close you guys get to (laughs) even
0: alright I'm going to put my mic down
1: they've they've got the Super Mario Brothers and now we're going to do the uh, Super Competitive Gamer DA Brothers I, I just wanted to see how close we could
0: get, and that goes up to how far Super NES,
1: Super NES Genesis. So okay. we'll do four consoles. Okay. So I, I thought about TurboGrafx sixteen, but I realized you guys—that was I know Bonk. Yep, that, that is it. That's exactly what I, I expected. Thought that was a Super NES game.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, I. It always makes me wonder when people look back on consoles, especially. You know, the earlier years of video gaming, what games do they think of? What games do they... Is it Like, as soon as you think of a a regular Nintendo, what is the thing that pops into your head? And a lot of times, it's always going to be, well, these are my top three favorites, but sometimes it's not even my favorites that I think of when I first think about it. It's
0: the most popular.
1: Yeah, sometimes it is the most popular.
0: So, I'm going to be a little different on purpose because I'm me, and I like to be contrarian. But you've you've just being a dick. That's what we say nowadays. <laughs> yeah, being a I'm, dick. I'm, I'm smoking a cigar. I'm classy, bitch. I could I could smoke up a whole maternity ward with one of them.
1: <laughs> but the object of this was to not have a whole day to sit around and be like, well, these are my,
0: th- you know. I got you. Keep it interesting. Keep it yeah. fast paced. Yeah. So, all right. You said Atari. We'll do Atari, NES, NES, SNES, and Genesis. And just three games per. Three games per. Okay.
1: I can't dance, I
0: can't... That Genesis? Yeah. I hate I hate that song. Of all their songs, Only that's the one I picked to hate. Only thing about me is the, the way
1: I walk. walk. <laughs> I actually love that song. Um, I love
0: how weird I was in one of the music videos for it.
1: When I was a kid, my stepdad used to go down and play pool at the pool hall, and every chance that I would get, I would play that song on the
0: <laughs> jukebox. Uh, I like Invisible Touch, the song that nobody else cares about. Yeah, that she song's kind of... She seems kinda, to have an invisible touch, yeah. She reaches in and takes right hold of your heart. heart. <laughs> Andy would love this episode because he's...
1: <laughs> Phil Collins. Uh,
0: uh, anything dealing with Genesis, Phil Collins, um, uh, Peter Gabriel. I love Peter Gabriel. Anything. He's my sledgehammer. Uh, He's my sledgehammer. Chuck the monkey. <laughs> he's actually uh, in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> in my eyes. I love that fucking song. It's great. <laughs>
1: Your eyes. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> Fuck, Sega Genesis has good games, but I'm blank. Oh, yes, there's one. I just now got to NES, and he's like, Genesis, Genesis, Gen. Well, it's because I picked, as soon as he started saying, pick three games per console, I, I started, and then you're like, well, what are the rules? Do I need a manual? <laughs> can, I, can I call a friend? The stars are no longer right.
2: <laughs> Genesis
1: does. What
0: Nintendo don't.
1: Man, they hard. had great fucking commercials back in the
0: day for video games. Yeah, they suck nowadays. They, they've sucked since last-gen consoles. The last good commercial I can remember was for Halo ODST.
1: I didn't even remember I don't even know if I was still watching commercials at that rate on normal <laughs> TV anymore. Yeah, I it's hard to think back like <clears throat> excuse me, since Netflix started streaming, I haven't really watched commercials, honestly. I'll catch something every once in a blue moon and of course everyone's fan favorite of uh oh the Super Bowl commercials everybody uh-huh. always
0: <clears throat> yeah, I remember Josh and I went over to a party. We didn't give a fuck about the Super Bowl. We just wanted to watch the commercial. Yeah, yeah. And I don't remember what the commercial was, but the best one was for Dr. Pepper. I don't I wish remember, I could remember now. But we laughed our asses off at it. We were like, alright, well that tops them. We're leaving now. <laughs> but they're much. still too qu- It was only halftime. Whatever, don't care. <laughs> They've there already a Madonna playing. Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> uh, I am 62%... I am 62.4% complete with my list. I'm 99% complete. <laughs> I just need one more game for the Sega Genesis, and I'm trying not to confuse it with Sega Dreamcast. <laughs> I'm like, Carrier, Carrier, was that on the Genesis? <laughs> That's two generations later.
1: Unless you consider the 32X and Sega CD as generations, then it's five gener- four
0: generations. I don't count add-ons as other generations, because if that no. was the case, the RAM pack for the 64 would be another generation. Very true. With like three games.
1: <laughs> I've, let's see. The Rampack
0: worked for Perfect Dark, Star Wars, Donkey Kong 64, Majora's yep. Mask, and. Fuck. What was the last one? There was another game I used to have. I couldn't play without it.
1: Wasn't it what, the third Turok?
0: Yes, Turok 3. That's what it was. I thought so. I Shadow thought it of was Oblivion. Yeah. I'm sure there are more. I'm just going to put a game that was on multiple consoles because I can't think of any other Genesis games. Beetle Adventure Racing. Alright, I'm done.
1: Did you know that they re-released Rock and Roll Racing and some of the older... I can't think of all the games that they had, but Rock and Roll Racing was the one that stuck out the most to me, but they were they released some of Blizzard's old like mm. console, early, done. early PC games. You got them all? Yep. Okay, here we go. Let's start with the NES. Josh, why don't you kick it off?
0: You don't want to start with Atari since it came first? Yeah, fuck it. Let's go Atari. <laughs> why not be a lot? I can't even keep my own game straight. Let's do Atari. <laughs> Atari, I had Pole Position. I thought that was a NES game. I could have them mixed up. There was a racing game. No, that was Rad Racer. Uh, right? On the NES? I'll assume. Mark, Mark's searching it now. So I got Pole Position. Actually, I think Pole Position was a, uh, a, a, a fucking arcade game first. Right, I'm yeah, sure it was. was. Yeah. So I've got. Right, I've said it already. I'm not gonna say it again. Pole Position. I lied. <laughs> Pac-Man. Because I had a, I had an Atari 2600, and I, one of the games I had for it was Pac-Man, and I played Pac-Man constantly. Never beat it. Never got anywhere. But I always played it. And then Pitfall. Okay. Fuck you. I had Pac-Man as first. Because uh, I remember that version of Pac-Man, and it was garbage. I had Popeye the Sailor Man, because that game fucking rocked There was a Popeye game? Oh, my God. I played it at Aunt Margaret's. Yeah, you're literally Get Popeye, it. and you have to jump on platforms and fight Bluto at the end or whatever. Oh, my God. And it's not much of a fight. You, you bonk him a couple times. And I had Alien, which is Pac-Man ripoff with oh, the Xenomorph. I fr- there was an Alien game for Atari. It was It's Pac-Man, but you play as the Alien. Okay.
1: You know what's funny? Do you know what one of the biggest arcade machines was back in the eighties? What? It was uh, Popeye. You know who made it?
0: It was seventeen feet tall and weighed two point four. No, times. no, no. I mean, it like it was a like good. Crazy. Oh, wrong, it was a big hit. Big. <laughs> it was a big splash. <laughs> not, not in size or. But well, I would say, if seventeen feet tall, you drop it in the water, it's going to splash a lot. Right. Think... That's water displacement, Kyle. <laughs> Sorry.
1: How about the power to move you? How about the power? <laughs>
0: To dry you off,
1: but no, Nintendo made it. No shit. Yep, Nintendo made actually the Popeye game for the.
0: God damn it! I betrayed my I betrayed my own roots because there was also a Halloween game and a Texas Chainsaw game that I could have easily put. I should have said for Atari the E.T. game that no one ever got to play, (laughs) and they (laughs) they buried in the desert. They're like, this game is shit. So you bury it. You both had Pac Man. Yes. Yep. Well, I had Pac-Man twice if you count Alien. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> Does that give us a point? That gives you guys a point, yeah. So NES. Shit, you're not, we're not going to get any points on on, on NES. <laughs> we'll see. Where, where do you stand Probably for Probably not. You want me to do NES? Yeah, go ahead and start it off. Contra, Castlevania 3, and Mario 3. Okay. Uh, Mario Duck Hunt, because it was the same cartridge. Legend of Zelda. Super Mario 3.
1: Woo! There you go. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you each have
1: one on each console. That's pretty good, actually, if you think about no, it. No, no, Josh, you want to do yep. this?
0: Okay. Super Street Fighter II Turbo. Turbo. Oh, you fucking knew it was coming. Uh, Killer Instinct for the Super. Uh, and Super Mario All-Stars. Oh, God, Mario All-Stars is still my favorite Mario game. I was uh, honorable mention would be Star Fox. I had Super Star Wars, Killer Instinct. I figured you guys would hit that one, <laughs> and Judge Dread. I, oh. I didn't even think about Dread. I didn't. It didn't even occur to me. I was trying to think what would spite Josh the most. Motherfucker! <laughs> 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 Fuck that guy! Uh, all right. So your turn. No, okay, it's your turn. Yeah, yeah. He, he did. He, he started oh, off with yep. the SNES, so you get to do the Genesis. Okay. I. I, I feel terrible because I could not fucking or quite remember the name of this game, but I had so much fun playing it. It was Alien something, like Alien Warrior. I don't remember but it's basically Contra except the game is all boss fights and it is so fucking good. Okay. Uh, I'll look it up in a minute. Castlevania Bloodlines. I adore that game. And Primal Rage.
1: Yeah.
0: I didn't even think of that. (laughs) You're <laughs> I put that for, for Super NES originally because I couldn't think of a third one, but I right. need a slot in my, Super, or my Genesis. The, now, these were just like the first three that came to mind. Okay. And, I mean, that was for all of them, my whole list. It was just what popped in my head. Mm-hmm. And that's what I wanted you to have. Yep. And also, though, when you put me on the spot, I freeze up, and then I'm like, what was that game? He was a plumber, red hat, you could jump down pipes. <laughs> Collect Coins. off <laughs> <laughs> What was that fucking game? The music was burger like... Burger Time? Was it Burger Time? The music was like... Dude, dude, dude. Oh, I can't fucking remember. Yeah, that's what that's what happens when you put me on the spot. I completely freeze up. Okay. For Genesis, obviously I put Sonic. Yeah. That's all I could think of. Golden Axe. Which I hate oh. go- I hate Golden Axe. I, I have... I could enjoy it for about 20 minutes. Same. That's the way I always was
1: with Golden Axe. Yeah.
0: And the last one... It's got Mortal Kombat for the Genesis.
1: There you go. Damn. I honestly... Okay, this was what I thought. I originally figured Super Mario 3 for the both of you. Oh, so fucking good. So good. I figured, good. Josh especially, I f- knew Killer Instinct would be your Super <laughs> Nintendo pick. And I figured Mortal Kombat 2 would be the Genesis right or Mortal Kombat. And yeah. Mortal Kombat
0: has been on my mind so much lately, I'm amazed I didn't put it on there. I didn't even think about it.
1: Yeah, I, I was shocked that you did not have one Mortal Kombat game on your list.
0: Well, it's because I was too busy trying to think of the fucking name of Alien Genome or whatever the <laughs> fuck it's called. <laughs> I'm sure that's a thing too. Alien Visitor 2, the sequel. <laughs> the nesting.
1: I had to message Steve earlier today. Up at Mega Replay in Terre Haute, they had a complete inbox edition of Castlevania Bloodlines the last time him and I were together around oh. Christmas, and it was $90. And I did not get it, because at the time I was like, man, I gotta make sure to get Christmas before I touch anything for myself, so I didn't buy it. So I messaged him today, going, is it still up there? And he goes, the last time I went in there, it was not.
0: We missed one that we should have put for Sega Genesis. Altered Beast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, okay. So I was thinking Golden Axe, but now that I'm thinking about the game playing in my head, it was Altered Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Alien Soldier, that's what it's called. Okay. H- hold the. What's the game cover look like? The box art. The box art. It was on a list, Josh. Never mind. Dunky had a whole episode about box art. He's like, what made me buy this game over this game? The box art. He was right, too.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not hard to look at some things and think, man, this looks pretty awesome. And then when you
0: get it home, you're like, ooh. There, there's, it, your, there's your fucking box art. Wow, that looks like shit. Yeah, it actually does. The gameplay is great, though. There's, honestly, when it comes to the SNES, man, there's so many games I played on that fucking thing. The fucking Alien vs. Predator. Uh, the Batman. Batman Returns. Batman Returns or Batman Forever? Batman Returns.
1: Actually, the Batman and Robin
0: game that was on that, the 2D side-scroller... The one that was based on the cartoon? Yeah, it actually... It was good. It was actually pretty decent. I was surprised to find that Mr. Freeze was the final boss. Like, of all the things to fight, Mr. Freeze is the final boss? What Was it, it Was the, the Adventures of Batman and Robin? Yes. yes. Well, the game was released in the summer and it was hot, so they thought, how do we cool people off? We make him get through this bullshit hard game (laughs) all the way to a bullshit hard – well, bullshit easy, Mr. Freeze, actually, as I recall. Uh, The final boss in Batman was the Penguin, and he was on his yellow duck car. (laughs) And it was on – like, it could raise up. It had the stilt – not the stilts, but – Scissor jack. Yeah, scissor jack. And it would go up and run you over because it had wheels, but it could also be in the water. That's one thing that disappoints me about Batman and Robin is he and the Penguin never really duke it out. But how could the Penguin really duke it out with Batman?
1: Intellectually,
0: I guess they kind of do. He has
1: all kinds of umbrellas. Yeah.
0: I'm well, not that one. there was an animated series episode. Remember the attack helicopter and Batman was blind. No, but that sounds badass because it's the animated series. And I think the penguin was after him, and he he made himself some kind of sonar helmet so he could see in the dark. But the the penguin uncabled it, or I don't know. Okay. It's been a while since I've seen that show at all.
1: There's a lot of the villains in Batman. The Riddler, the Joker, right. the Penguin.
0: It's, it's now a title.
1: At least Catwoman and Mr. Freeze had their... <laughs> He's a myth. Didn't have those. <laughs> well, By
0: the way, Mr. Freeze is a doctor. Why isn't he Dr. Freeze? I was going to say... You should take credit for the PhDs. <laughs> it's Dr. Evil. I didn't spend seven years at <laughs> Evil Medical School to be called doctor. Thank you very much. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Thank you very much. God damn it, I can't even quote a movie without sounding like a dork. I've been really... Hold on, I'm interrupting, I'm sorry. Was Pole Position in an Atari game? Yes, it, it was. Okay. It was on the Atari 2600. Your dad had an Atari 3000, which was silver, and it only had a power button and a reset button. If you look at the Atari 2600, it had all them... Uh, Three position Switches le- The switches I don't even remember What those were so for So you're telling me The 3000 is a downgrade No it was fancy looking Are you
1: talking about The 5200
0: I was gonna say Cause there was no Maybe 3, it was a 5200 Cause yeah. th- that was There was the 5200 And the 7600 Yeah But th- when there were 3600 No Mm-mm. It was 26 52 78 I watched Angry Video Game Nerd I know So I had, an, I had a 2600 The one with all the knobs Or the sw- The three position switches Yeah Yeah you know my favorite British phrase is slobbering your knob? That's all. <laughs> is is it? It's a blowjob. That is all. Nothing follows. <laughs> oh, um Eddie Izzard, my favorite Transvestite comedian. He was talking about American film versus British film. He's transsexual now. He got a sex change. Yes, he did. She. Yes. Maybe. I don't know. Pronoun games are hard anymore. It's tough. Uh for out so is it still Eddie then? I don't know. It could be Edwardina. I don't know. Okay. Well, I don't want to offend nobody, so I'm referring to Eddie as I knew the entity known as Eddie Izzard, formerly, possibly <laughs> formerly known. Back in the eight, back in the the early two thousands. We're PC here. So at the time,
1: I I play on consoles too, though. <laughs>
0: the, I like it. The discussion was a American film versus British film, and it was like the American film was. Oh, the driving the aliens are on our back or whatever. And then British film was like, "Oh well, I thought that maybe we could discuss this." It's like, "Oh well, I'll just be here arranging matchsticks." <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna argue James Bond, but James Bond was made prim- primarily here in-, in the U.S. So
2: really, <laughs> no, I'm a dirty rotten
0: liar. Pinewood Studios is in-, in England. You mean you're a dirty rotten scoundrel? I'm you're nothing but a (laughs) what's she say fuck scruffy looking nerf herder who's scruffy looking can't even get my star wars quotes right okay i have a meme to read you guys is it the
1: one that comes from the blade runner comic book that they just released
0: no they made blade
1: runner origins i just seen that okay
0: okay i'm Um, down
1: yeah issue one's out i need to probably look for that
0: Wow, I did not know that was a thing. That's awesome. I didn't
1: either until I just got notification that was like, hey, new comic books are coming.
0: Okay, this is a meme I just saw two days ago. Worst Star Wars sequel ever. They take a beloved character who's the last living Jedi Master, powerful enough to battle the Emperor. But now he's just a crazy weirdo on a remote planet acting like a freak, eating weird foods, tossing weapons around like a joke. And after all this whining, he's like, fine, I'll train you in the Force a little. But after only a few days of training, his apprentice runs away to go fight the villain. And instead of a cool action death, this legendary Jedi Master just dies in his home and disappears. The three heroes fall. They absolutely ruined the great Yoda. And that is why Star Wars Episode five and Empire Strikes Back is the worst Star Wars film. Okay. <laughs> That's the same plot as fucking Rise of Sky or, or, or uh, Last Jedi. That's the exact same plot. Damn.
1: Mastic... My stick. My <laughs> stick is better than
0: bacon. I also like seagulls. I said seagulls. Stop it now. <laughs> do, do 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 How did I sound? Uh, kind of pitchy. Come don't on. fall asleep. Don't fall asleep. <laughs> don't fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I had something to say, but I, I've lost it. It wasn't important it was anyway. something about the bushes of love. It's fine. No, it was probably something about George Bush. I don't know. G- it is about W, bad W. Oh well, that one guy played him in that one movie called W. That one time, Fuck uh, Josh Brolin. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, Josh Brolin played him, and I'm pretty sure it was Josh Brolin. Not in W. No, it was it was a guy from fucking I don't remember his name, but he's an Armageddon. Bruce Willis. Yeah, Bruce Willis played him. Oh, uh, no, no, it wasn't Bruce no. Willis. No. It was his sidekick Mm-mm. that wasn't Steve Buscemi, um, Ben Affleck, or Michael Clark Duncan. I, I come across the clip of Armageddon where he's chasing Ben Affleck on the oil rig with, Affleck. The, with the with sorry Affleck with the shotgun, and they all looked so fucking young. You, <laughs> you know, Bruce Willis. Yeah. I mean, I was twenty when that fucking movie came out, and it came out while I was in the army, and everyone fucking watched it nonstop every day, like. The fucking Aerosmith song was out. Look, you don't want to close your eyes during that movie. <laughs> I don't want to fall asleep. Because you don't want to miss a thing. Because <laughs> I'd miss you, baby. <laughs> anyway, they all looked so fucking young in this clip. And I was just thinking, holy fuck, I'm old. It's hard to see Ben Affleck looking that young. It really oh, is. Oh, my God. Even Bruce Willis was like... At, at that point, he was already near 50. Dude, I forget how young he looks in the first Die Hard. Yes. He yeah. has hair in that movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And no shoes. (laughs) He's a wild man. (laughs) Cowboy. uh, Fuck. Uh, Yippee-ki-yay. No. uh, Hans Gretel calls him a cowboy. And and Cary Grant. I don't know. I watched it in the hospital. I can't remember shit. Uh, Figures. My favorite. CRS.
1: Well, I can't say it's my favorite part of that movie. But one of the good parts about the original Die Hard was the part where... Hans Gruber, the character. Hans Gruber, not Gretel. Yeah, the. Char-
0: <laughs> I fucked that up. My bad.
1: Hans Gruber is pretending to be an American.
0: Oh God! No, yeah.
1: please <laughs> don't. <laughs> so you have an actor playing a character who also has to play another character on top of that. Okay. It, I, I always kind of like that element whenever they. So it was acting inception. Yeah, well, kind of. It, it's kind of like if Borat <laughs> has to turn around and try to pre- have an accent, too. Okay.
0: You know? It's kind of like that extra level. That's why I like the movie Split so much, because James McAvoy just, on a dime, can switch accents. It's fucking amazing. Well, he's a great actor anyway. You know, yeah. unlike Alan Rickman. That's all I've got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they didn't do a uh, Galaxy Quest sequel. Cause Alan Rickman's too badass. Well, because he passed. Oh. They, they, while he was alive, they had plans to do one. I was going to say, yeah, that's really shitty timing for him to die 15 years later. Well, th- they had plans. They didn't fall through, or they fell through, and then it got brought back up, and then he passed, and everyone, including the cast, was like, it just, it wouldn't feel right. So everyone just went ahead. and. But, I mean, we may get a reboot. I don't know. I, I think the movie's perfect the way it is. I agree. I... I don't want it sullied. Have you ever heard the original pitch for it? Yeah, I watched a video on it, but Very long story short, I kind of like it both ways. It would have been good either way. But Alan Rickman's character was originally the villain. Yeah, that's right. He was going to go – it was going to be like the Twilight Zone episode where he kind of goes mad with power. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm the star now. Okay, okay. I I control these people even though it's Peter, 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 Quincy, 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 (laughs) Taggart, (laughs) Taggart. Uh. Honestly, anything Sam Rockwell touches, I'm 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 into. He's actually pretty good. He's an amazing actor. He's the opinion. only good part of Iron Man two for me. <laughs> Get that out of here. <laughs> the press is facing a new problem. They're gonna run out of ink and just fucking crickets out of the crowd. <laughs> Nicely done. Nice. Even
1: him playing Zaphod like Zaphod was one of those that
0: I love him as Beeble Brox
1: in the like the difference between the book and the movie was, there's quite a bit of a difference between the two characters but he, he made you not care that there was no <laughs> he does such a good job of acting that you
0: just you just don't care he was in Ninja Turtles that was one of his first yes he was and he had a the goofiest one the New York thugs. accent you'll need the <laughs> I can't even do a New York accent <laughs> I am going to try. Fuck oh, you. Oh, we were all... We were yeah, we were. We were wait, breathless wait, wait, wait. with we anticipation.
1: Baiting at breath. <laughs> okay, so we discussed this. Well, Forrest and I discussed this, and you kind of were just kind of...
0: There. But President accounted for. The
1: Kathleen Kennedy scenario. How? <clears throat> what on earth... Like, I don't know. Did you... Let's start this off a little better. Did you hear everything that happened in the Disney calling... The what the I know part call, of
0: it. I know part of it. I pretty much know what you told me.
1: In the earnings call, they basically somebody flat out asks
0: about Are you going to let her go? Yeah. And the the exiting CEO was like, "We are thrilled with the performance and that she's given us, and and she's vital to our long term." She, or uh, she will remain she, head of so, Lucasfilm for years to come. Not to be un-PC as hell, but was he sitting down and was she sitting next to him giving him a handy while she was saying this? Oh, probably not, but it wouldn't matter. That Here's my problem. Well, he, he, I'm going to interject. He also had the audacity to say that they're not left or right-leaning. I mean, That was over the Gina Carano yeah. the firing, because they point-blank
1: ass like... Uh, I'm pretty sure they're very left-leaning at times. They brought up the fact that Gina Carano got fired for her point of view, you know, for making
0: a... And it wasn't even a major tweet. It was a picture. And, yeah, it it was a, if you want to call it, powerful picture. But that's all it was. You know, words can be ignored. But it was because she made a tweet about the Nazis
1: and Pedro Pascal also prior had made a tweet about... The similar to, towards the Nazis, why did, why did, why did Gina get fired? Why fire one and not the other? Right.
0: And they just basically said, well... Because she's not the star. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the obvious answer. Mm -hmm. She's not the Mandalorian. But, of course, people are going to take it as, well, it's because she's a woman. No, it's because she isn't the focus of their biggest hit show. But Kathleen Kennedy's a woman, and she wanted her gone. She She didn't even want her cast. (laughs) <laughs> she didn't even want her to get the part so her getting yeah, the part yeah cause she probably wanted the fucking part no no Kathleen Kennedy can't act she can't tell the actually she either. can
1: act really well she can act like she's running this show right. I was gonna say
0: right I do have someone who's reading uh, what, what's it called Light of the Jedi or whatever and they actually really enjoy it but I I couldn't I can't I can't Light, you it. mean the new comic yeah I can't remember what it's called, what it's uh, called. I've High Republic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it has a different name than that. Like, the first thing of it does.
1: Oh, they're kind of like chaptered out, aren't they?
0: Yeah. Oh, I don't know that. I haven't looked too deep into it. And there was some people made a big fuss about this comic because at one point, like, a Jedi is falling off a cliff, and they stick their lightsaber into a tree, and like it would a knife, you know, it it, it grinds to a halt, and then it just stays there. It's like, that's not what lightsabers do. (laughs) Yeah, it's, um...
1: They go through blast doors? I don't think wood's gonna
0: stop it. No. I've seen what Gwagwon can do. <laughs> but it's
1: it's weird because in that cr- earnings call, when they asked a question about Kathleen Kennedy, they asked if they were going to hand over the baton to Filoni and Favreau. Right. like That's an earnings call that somebody's like, what are you guys doing with, with Star Wars? What are you guys doing yeah, with Lucasfilm?
0: The people that own your stock are pretty much telling you, get rid of her and pass the torch to someone who cares about it. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's the problem. Kathleen Kennedy does not care about what she's doing. It is a power trip. She's worked with some of Hollywood's uh, biggest... She worked with Steven Spielberg, so she should be able to get whatever she wants. Right, and I'm pretty sure she got his coffee for him. Yeah, it wasn't. She, didn't, she did nothing major. But according to her, she picked up a lot about the business, which I'm sure she did. She picked up how to fuck and manipulate the business to her own ends. She just... The force is female. Josh I would have okay. no
1: problem with the force being female I no I do it because
0: it should remain genderless uh, I, you don't okay. go to Merlin and say magic is a woman no, right no 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 one says uh female she's the most powerful female Jedi that's completely different but but that's what I'm saying that's no it's just the Jedi right. they're yeah. Jedi she is a Jedi he is a Jedi I, they're people with reproductive organs the force is not
1: right I think you took this wrong I didn't mean like I don't care who's wielding the force, whether it be a
0: man or a woman. No, no, no. She had t-shirts that says the force is female. Yeah. Fuck that. But anyway, that's what I'm talking about.
1: So I made the similitude. A lot of people, and I'd said this on Twitter, a lot of people bitch about episodes one, two, and three and take what you will from those. They granted are not the best movies. I am a star Wars fan and cannot honestly always defend Episode 1, 2, and 3.
0: Yes, Jar Jar is weird. I can defend Episode 3 very hard. Episodes it, it's, 1 it's, and 2 are tricky. I can even defend Attack of the Clones. I and love I like Phantom that. Menace. Yeah, I do too. For me, Phantom Menace is nothing but nostalgia. Everything else is crap. And I, I can agree with that as well.
1: But even looking from Episode 1 to Episode 3, you could tell that there was a narrative all along.
0: Like, it was... There was an overarching story. Yeah, yeah, see, See. okay, here... They nailed it when they, they wrote the line, uh, kill the past. Because episodes 1, 2, and 3 glorified the past. They pushed the original trilogy up to a higher plane than they already were. Not to make them sound more important than they are, but they... Just by them telling the story of what led to 1, 2... Or 4, 5, and 6, that alone helped them become more of a mythical status when you made the sequel trilogy you destroyed all the respect that the original trilogy had garnered because you killed off the main cast in mostly with the exception of like Han Solo underwhelming ways you killed off the original cast you didn't take what you had there and run with it you took what you had and said well how can we make it better than the old ones you didn't say how can we make this as good as we can make it. Do you get know what I'm saying? Right. I and, and I agree with you. And in Instead, a lot of ways. instead of telling the best story they could tell, they said, "How do we do it better than the old ones?" Then I mean, they didn't even say that. They were just like, "How can we make it ours?" That's there what they said. That that's how can, okay. How can I'll we take that. ownership over this? I
1: think you're both right. I do. I, I think you're both right, and that's and that is that my that is diplo- that's diplomacy. Yeah. I... Bomb him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jean-Luc Picard. My issue lies in the factor of 1, 2, and 3. Like I said, whether you like them or not, it's a co- coherent story. It is the rise of Anakin Skywalker and then the fall of him turning into Darth Vader. Mm. It is You can tell that that is the whole plot point. By the time that they get to episode 3, you can look back and go, oh, well, they had this all planned out all along. Four, five, and six, you will not find a harder staple in cinema history. This Mm -hmm. is a definitive trilogy. This works. That's every bit as important
0: as the Man with No Name trilogy or Lord of the Rings trilogy. They are cemented in in cinema. Right.
1: And then we get you get into the factor of four, five, and six. Like, even if you look at four, five and six and George changed his heart a little bit between you know, him having a heart attack and all the other stuff that went with it. Like, still 4, 5, and 6 are solid. They are rock solid. Uh, the temperature between 4 to 5 is quite a bit different. Mm-hmm. 5 is a completely darker, more, you know... Well, the, the temperature is really rich.
0: different because the first one takes place in a desert and the second no, one takes on place off. in another desert. Oh. Well, it's just colder.
1: Yeah. But... <clears throat> And even into Return of the Jedi, Return of the Jedi, the tone of that movie is darker.
0: It is. I hate to say it. I really hate to say it. The more I rewatch Return of the Jedi, I think it might be my favorite Star Wars. Because it looks the most like Star Wars. The practical effects are perfect. The colors, the saturation is perfect. The acting is sometimes, you know. And I can understand that too. Scratching the paint on the Millennium Falcon. What? The paint on the Millennium Falcon. I'm sure it's it's on there. Not side. a scratch, he said. Knock the fucking, <laughs> knock the fucking dish off. Not right a-, a scratch. <laughs> he looked him in the eyes and told him that. What I love is about that scene is like, you have to take her. She's the fastest in the fleet. You're gonna need her. Don't you fucking put a scratch on her. <laughs> right. I know you're going into battle for possibly the biggest battle of galactic history, the most important <laughs> moment in our lives don't fuck it up he's more worried about the goddamn ship coming back than Lando
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they I'm will just pry saying. you out of the sea <laughs> he told him not to scratch he lied to his face he knew he, he meant to scratch it he did that on purpose that's <laughs> just Lando though
1: that, yeah <laughs> so been dancing around it but episode 7 we walked through it and uh, I could A New
0: Hope version 1.2 yeah yeah
1: I could feel that it had possibility and potential. By the time
0: episode seven ended, I thought, okay. They really could have, I wasn't a fan of it, but they could have taken it in a better direction. And I'm not going to lay all the blame on Ryan Johnson because he's just a scapegoat. No, their whole vision for this thing was wrong from the outset. They There was a new interview with uh, Daisy Ridley. And she said, she was told when she took the role that Rey was a nobody. That she was a nobody character. I'm, Uh uh-huh. that was the whole point, that anybody could be a Jedi. That that's was I, the, that was the whole point of her character. A nobody from mm-hmm. a desert fucking planet that had no future. Rey knew she had no future. She looked at the old fucking woman cleaning parts, and she's like, oh, f- you could see the look on her face. She's like, that's me. And I'm stuck here. That's why I kind of liked Finn. I thought he was going to be the one to carry the torch. Because he was a stormtrooper. Not just a nobody. He was a stormtrooper. He was born and raised. He was a nobody stormtrooper. Yes. Yeah. He wasn't even a stormtrooper among stormtroopers. He wasn't even a good one. He was a no. fucking janitor. So that that's why I liked the idea of him carrying the torch. But, I mean, I like Ray enough as a character in part seven. <laughs> After that, she's kind of dead to me. Um, And so is Finn and, and Poe, for that matter. It, it, it and I'm with you it's just it's the writing Abrams set it up that's what he did he he he, he took what he knew would sell uh-huh. he knew it was a new trilogy and he took a story excuse me that he knew that people would put asses in seats and basically what he did long story short is he made a story that anyone else could take up after because all it was at the end was the super weapon is defeated and our heroes are together. The f- the future looks bright, and nothing can stop them, you know? And then... So how do we stop them? <laughs> right, how do we ruin this? Uh, I mean, we've said before, they didn't have a Kevin Feige. Mm-hmm. That was supposed... That, Kathy, that was Kathleen. That's Kathleen's job. And she had no idea what she was doing. She wanted to put... She, she wanted her... She mm. wanted to push an agenda. She wanted to push her own personal agenda and Disney is fine with it. Disney's like, "Yeah, sure, push this agenda. Yeah, we don't but care." They're fucking writing her checks and signing off on it and like, mm-hmm. "Keep up the good work." You know? And and what's worse is it's extending into not so much the Marvel universe because of Kevin Feige. That's pretty well protected, but it's extending into their uh IPs. Mulan is a fucking feminist movie. Uh Lion King was not that great of a movie. Right. Well, part of Mulan's problem is it was filmed in a province where Uh, I think they're called the meager Muslims. The meagers. I could be completely wrong. But the Chinese put them in internment camps. I mean, the Chinese have been killing them using... All right, legally I would have to say uh, supposedly or what's the... the, Allegedly. Allegedly. Alleged. But long story short, they filmed it in fucking China. Damn near across the street from where these camps were. And Disney had, Disney's, you know, Disney comes out and they're like, oh yeah, women are great, women are powerful, women should be in (laughs) charge. Uh, We thank uh, the Chinese government for filming the movie in their province and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And yet, directly across the street is nothing short of a fucking extermination camp. And then they want to pump the movie on fucking Disney and expect me to be happy when I find out, number one, the main actress, the one playing Mulan... Uh, is a complete fucking puppet of the Chinese government. Is she? See, I know nothing about Mulan other than the plot of the movie. I, I get it. She's trying to she's trying to survive and make a living. Mm-hmm. So of course she's not and she's not going to go against government propaganda. You know, China's a country where people fucking disappear, journalists fucking die. Well, well you, you, know, you don't know they die because they just vanish. Yeah, but I mean, you know, that's that's. It's just, that's the way things are over there. So, of course, the actress who got this role, who's going to be paid a handsome amount for her acting skill and talent, because as far as I can tell, she's a good actress. I get that. Mm -hmm. But politically, just garbage. Well, that's the thing. I know nothing about the politics. I just know that there was an agenda being pushed in Mulan, and it sucked. That's all I know. I know there's no musical bits. I know there's no Eddie Murphy. That's why I didn't watch it. I was like, no Eddie Murphy, (laughs) fuck this
1: that's how that's how that's how we always judge things wait is there an Eddie Murphy in this one no I'm
0: out dishonor on you dishonor on your family dishonor on your cow but but then I watched or but then they had a Pluto Nash come out and I was like Eddie Murphy's in it nope Nope. Pluto Nash that movie's classic don't want to see it I hate Pluto Nash (laughs) I've never never seen seen it it. (laughs) Uh, we watched we rented it when it came out and it's it's garbage it's the that's the movie that Basically killed his fucking career for, for the a most while. part. Yeah. Yeah, he was gone for a while. Um, yeah, the only scene I actually remember in Pluto Nash, other than, like, the bad guy, is fucking, he and the main spy chick, they go into this place to to get body morph changes or whatever, and they stand in front of a mirror, and he is being very specific about how her ass and tits needs to look while making himself hugely muscular, and she's like, uh, well, you need to downsize down there, so they make his dick really small, and... I'm like, what about this is funny? What where's the punchline? What's the setup?
1: Right. Interesting.
0: Not really. It was very far from interesting. Uh, we'll go with that.
1: <laughs> so you,
0: do you not do you not speak sarcasm? <laughs> What's that taste like? <laughs> mm. Nutty. Tears. <laughs> so salty tears. Sherbert.
1: My my issue with seven, Italians. eight, nine like I understand that people do some people do like those movies. 7, 8, and 9 is something that some people really enjoy. And I think probably the younger generation probably would. I was going to say,
0: people who enjoy it are probably under the ages of 7, 8, or 9.
1: Well, maybe.
0: Because <clears throat> they're the ones who buy toys. <laughs> but my
1: problem is, is I I look at 7, 8, and 9, and I want to like them, but
0: I cannot. That's the problem. You want to like it. And the problem oh, yes. is, is... You honestly tried. You... Even I have watched that whole trilogy multiple times. I like The Force Awakens. For what it was, it's a it's a solid movie. Right. It it didn't it didn't take any risks. No. You know what I mean? But it's a solid movie. It's good, it's enjoyable. I like it. I have fun with it. I always complain about the lightsaber battle. Kylo Ren should be you know overpowering. Highly, yeah, he should be highly skilled and Ray. uh I mean, I I get the point. She has her staff skill, so she's good with a staff, but that's a completely different weapon. But whatever. I get it. It's fine. No, it just reminds me of the Princess Bride when Andre the Giant's fighting fucking, uh, uh, what's his name? Wesley. And he's like, well, you use different moves when you're fighting one person versus a hundred, so, like, it's a completely different style of whatever. I'm not getting into it. Basically, they wanted the girl to look strong. I got you. Cuz as soon as Finn picks up the lightsaber, oh no, he gets his ass kicked, but as soon as Rey picks it up, well damn, it doesn't she just beat the shit out of him. But I mean, that's not but that's just because she's the main character. That's because they watched the Resident Evil movies and said, "Hey, we like the character Alice. She's she's the protagonist. We should marry her so we can put her in all of our movies." My like point Monster is, Hunter. look at Luke. Luke failed almost every step of the fucking way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't take your weapons in the cave. Takes weapons in the yeah. cave. Don't go to Cloud City. It, it, they're going to use your friends against you. Whatever. Lose- I'll be back to finish my training later. <laughs> lose his hand. Yeah. Lose his hand. Almost dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I like to think that even though that was technically a loss, that's Luke's first real victory because he resisted the temptation. Right. Okay. He resisted the urge to join the dark side. That is his only... Well, outside of the, destroying the Death Star, obviously. That's his first real victory as a character. Right. An but, emotional, personal...
1: But at the same time, like, I look at that part and Luke is scared. Yeah. Like, Luke's pissed at first. You just cut my damn hand off. I'm pretty mad. And then Luke's got that look of fear in his eyes, like, this guy could really be my father. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then he's just like, I, I, "I, so what do you do when you're afraid?
0: You run, mm-hmm.
1: you flee. Yeah, but you fall. don't. You don't try to figure it out.
0: You but run. At, at that point, when he let himself fall down Cloud City, I'm pretty sure that was a suicide. He didn't know he was going to live. No. no, no. He was at that moment. He was like, "Peace, I'm out. <laughs> Fuck this shit, I'm out." He's Fuck like, "I'd this rather shit, I'm out." Yeah, I'd rather have take my chances in right an, in a bottomless right. pit than take my chances yep. with you. So, so I mean, and. I don't like any perfect characters. I hate any show where the Mary Sue's. And uh, but not even Mary Sue. Can can you apply the term Mary Sue to a man? Yeah. Uh, okay. It's, it's called a Gary's uh Gary Stew. Really? Yes. Yes it is. Okay. The look on your face was uh, sarcastic. The look on my face is is it is it Sue or Stew? Okay. Whatever. Yeah, so but it, I mean, it's a Gary's I don't like I don't like perfect characters. That's why I harp on the Resident Evil movies so much because Meliovovich never makes a she makes many bad decisions that always turn out in her favor <laughs> nothing she ever does is wrong right run away Jill Valentine member of stars I this complete amnesiac who may or may not have superpowers have to fight this seven foot tall behemoth with a fucking rocket launcher and it works out nothing she ever does is wrong
1: that's why Indiana Jones was so fucking epic
0: that dude got the shit beat out of him, dude. The yeah. fights—he has like a brawl every movie. That's just so fucking good. I got l- mind controlled and almost killed people he cares about. Kali <laughs> Oh yeah. Temple of Doom. He yeah. drank the juice. That's funny. That's my favorite one. I forgot all about that. What's that's the, indie- that's actually. I'm sorry. That's actually out of order, isn't it? Like, chronologically, yeah, yeah, Temple is. of Doom should take place before... Raiders of the Lost Ark, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, oh well. But I like it because Indy has flaws, and some of them are subtext. Because when Marion's like, I was a child when we got together, that means Indy's not the greatest of people, but you still root for him. Right, but I mean... She was legal age. It's not implied that way, no. Okay, well, still, my, my point is... It, I've always considered until you're fucking thirty, <laughs> you're a fucking child. Right. You know, you you you're not mature until you've rolled in the shit that's in the street. I mean that that's just that's personal preference. But but, but I yeah. mean I I understand I agree. Yeah, she, could, and the line was delivered more as as I was too. I was
1: naive, and you yes, took advantage. That's of That's wh- that's how it's, you, you it's meant to be yeah, read. Yeah. But you took but advantage the, of the of me.
0: subtext implies that she was probably not that old. Um I think they even make mention, mention that she was like 14 and he was right out of college or some shit. I can't remember. Man. But anyway, bad it was indie. it was it was 1928. Yeah, about to say it's the 20s, who cares. Yeah. Things were a little different back then. Not to be un PC about it again, but just I like the idea that Indy has flaws. And yeah. I like that his dad shares the same fucking flaws. They both right. fuck the Nazi to lady. They know is the bad guy well they know now but yeah (laughs) i mean sean connery can do it because he played james bond and that's that was his mo well the way sean talked about connery he knew from the beginning Mm -hmm. he had or he suspected (laughs) you know but yeah i also love how she's like you are the best lover i ever had why thank you and they never clarify which one she's talking to the the
1: weird part too you know they had all the tapestries. (laughs) <laughs> George Lucas did that with Steven, of course. George did Star Wars. All this under Lucasfilm.
0: And Willow, don't forget.
1: And Well, and Willow. I I look back on all of that, and I think how how did this company make 7, 8, 9? How did a company that made uh, movies with heart Movies that had a, had a tone to them and had heart to them. No matter, like I said, what you say about 1, 2, and 3, there was heart in those movies. Right. I mean, he did write those for his kids, technically. 1, 2, and 3 was wrote for his kids. Hate Jar Jar all you want, it was still something his kid threw into the ring that he put put some, you know, visual mumbo-jumbo yeah, with. Yeah,
0: flair and goofiness into it. Another meme I saw recently was uh, when you look at the... Uh when you see the soldiers coming, and it's like, oh, thank God, Anakin's coming here to protect us. Yeah. Yeah, no, he kills children. Um. That uh, Yeah, he made it for his kids, and, and he kills the kids in the movie. I love it. Episode 3 is so dark. It is the darkest by far. and I fucking love it.
1: And we never did see Vader, like, do a real fucking,
0: like, we got the hint that, you know. Yeah, we, we knew he was the bad guy, but we didn't know he was a bad guy. I, so fucking good. That
1: is why Rogue One... Like, Rogue One had that hint that this was still Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I, I suspect the reason that they put Vader at the end of it was to try to drill more people into the movies.
0: I, I understand that, but it was also the fact that he, he wasn't the show-stealer. Yeah, he wasn't shoehorned in. It no. was a natural no. fit. I mean even Krennic goes to goes to Vader because he's going to whine. That's what yeah. he's doing. He's going to Vader. This How stupid is fucking Krennic? He wanted to go to Vader and cry about like this is my project. The
2: Death Star is mine. I'm in
0: charge. You can you tell the Emperor that I should be in charge? And it not him? Not Tarkin. Tarkin's a bully. No. And then Vader even fucking choked him and he's like, listen up, bitch. Yeah, Vader's like, dude, I was in a tube with half of my body <laughs> missing. What are your fucking right, problems again? Right. I was just trying to relax is what from what I can. I am on the planet. I built a castle on the planet where I got mutilated. What the fuck is your problem? Right. But I mean, he just and that's what he does. He goes to cry and and wine. That's and... why I like Krennic because he is a classic. He's almost like an Indiana Jones villain because sometimes they are just so incompetent with what they do. Right. But he still has a bit of menace about him. Probably more because of his position than anything. Well, he's afraid of failure. Yeah. He doesn't want to fail, and he—I mean, it is per—it's—it's it's his career. He wants to—he mm-hmm. wants to come up. He wants the praise of the emperor. He wants Vader behind him. You know, so he has to succeed, but it's just, it's just, it's not in the cards. It's like, not, it's not in the stars.
1: You, you make that point, and that's maybe one of the reasons why I, I can accept Rogue One in Star Wars, is if you look at Belloc, Belloc is grand and weaselly at the same time. Very weaselly. Like you look at Belloc and you think, man, that dude just is cocky as fuck. And then he gets in the tent with Marion, and you're like, he's also a little slimy bastard, too. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're like, what the fuck? And you make that correlation to him being a lot like that, and yeah, I can see that. Like, it, it definitely goes mm-hmm. with that.
0: Yeah, he's not as much like Mola Ram because Molarom's just an all-around badass. <clears throat> if I could enslave children, I would get away with it. But, um, back to Rogue One, it's just... It's very clear that it's in the Star Wars universe. Mm -hmm. Despite the weird Vietnam-y overtone of it. Yeah. I could go without that, but that's fine. Well, and and I know you know, I'm speaking to whoever's listening. Mm -hmm. The whole point of that was just to show how shitty life under the Empire is. You know, the Empire is like, for peace and stability in the Galactic Republic, we're now an empire, and we're going to protect you. Not to interrupt, but you notice that things don't get more bright and colorful when she's near the Rebels, like they do in the original Star Wars. Right. It's Instead, still, yep. you find out that the Rebels do things that are much less than honorable, too. Yep. They have yep. to... Like an, like Andor's supposed to assassinate her dad. Yeah. Yeah. She so. thinks she's going to rescue him, and mm-hmm. he's under orders to kill that fucker on sight.
1: You also have to think, too, like, we've always seen, like, the generals, the top of the tier. Like, you know, Princess Leia's Next to royalty, when it yep, comes mm-hmm, to yep. all this, so you know,
0: it was. It it's nice to see you're you know, hanging out with leaders of the rebellion, and these guys are in the this, fucking trenches. Yep. They're the fucking foot soldiers, and, and yeah. really the closest we ever get to that in the original trilogy is like Luke and the robots R two and and three PO the droids. Sorry, that's the closest we get to the bottom of the barrel there. So. Well, even
1: even the part when they go down on Endor in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And he's leading the squadron, you know, to take over the, the shield generator. Uh, there's that moment, you know, where you realize they're not with them. Like, they still, you know, the focus is on them the whole uh-huh. time. And, of
0: course, nobody wants nobody's caring about, you know... Soldier s- number 16 with no name in the credits. Exactly. I was going to no. pull a Battlefront 2, but I don't feel like it. I I gotcha
1: even to the extent of, you know, Rogue One, of course, they've got that like these are these are the people that are more important in the battle than the normal grunts and stuff like that.
0: But you get to see more you get to see more of that veil on. Yeah, uh-huh. you get the day to day you get you get in the trenches stuff more than you would in the other films. Um, I really do like Rogue One. My only real problem with it is is how it's filtered. I don't like the colors in the movie. Everything else, even even a uh, Forrest Whitaker's character, you don't like monochromatic. <laughs> I like black and white. I want them to pick one. <laughs> I adore black and white movies, uh, but yeah, I, I even like Forrest Whitaker's character because he is he was the trenches, he was in them. So his, his whole character is I will do what needs to be done and I don't care who gets hurt because I know what's best. But well, that, that's the way that's how they're showing. How this war has fucked people. I mean, he wasn't right. a great guy to begin with. I know, but well, when when he was younger in the Clone Wars, he was. He had the ideals of the Rebellion. You know, he oh, wanted he wanted yeah. peace. He wanted the Empire gone. He wanted prosperity. But battle after battle, year after year, and especially him, he would also pick the hard battles, mm-hmm. and that scar. You know, that scarred him up. That made him battle hardened, and he's. You could tell by Rogue One, he's lost it he has he's, yeah. he's, he's extremely paranoid he's, he's past yeah. PTSD yeah he's exactly. way past shell shock yeah and I, I think that's why I mean first of all he's got a bum leg mm. he's breathing oxygen just to walk around he has Forrest Whitaker's lazy eye yeah everything he does he just lies in the seat. is what he <laughs> says you know and uh I don't know it's sad to see a character go through that but you know cause his story his story story started with the uh, the confederation or uh, <laughs> who the villains from the clone war the separatists trade- oh. Um, oh yeah okay. separatists so his whole thing started in the clone wars the confederation you mean the trade federation yeah I, I, I got it all I fucking headed. mixed up
1: so episodes one two and three were of of course the tale of Anakin and 4, 5, and 6, in a matter of speaking, were also still about Anakin. His redemption. And even in the in the midst, you know, even in the backdrop of all that, 4, 5, and 6 was also primarily about Luke's journey. Mm-hmm. And even the points were that we weren't looking right at Luke, we were looking at Leia. And, you know, it's always been about a Skywalker. We have six movies about Skywalkers. We have six movies about two droids. Always. Always. R2-D2 gets thrown a fucking tarp over him and, and left in the background and as a end note for episode seven, and so did Luke. They both had a tarp wrapped over him, and you get to see him at the end of the movie when they dust him off for five minutes to show you, hey, this is still the Star Wars you remember.
0: Hey, we are making okay. toys of these guys, just okay. so you know. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. Yeah, I see your point.
1: They did it just so you could go, hey, remember them? You'll, guess what? They're gonna, there's going to be Star Wars in this Star Wars. <laughs> and that is my that is my heartbreak wrench from 7, 8, and 9. As much as I want to like Ray and Finn and everything else, they don't give me a reason to like them. They didn't bring any reason to have this story. And and call it Star Wars Episode Seven. If they would have called it Star Wars The New Tide, or Star Wars... The Next Generation. There you go. Give (laughs) me a fucking Next Generation. I'll take that. But don't put a fucking Seven on there, and expect me to go, okay, we're gonna sit down, we're gonna watch more Tale of Droids and and Skywalkers, and give me BB-8, some girl running through a desolate planet, and... Poor Finn. Whatever,
0: yeah, whatever the fuck Finn's deal is. Poor I, Finn. And I'm glad you mentioned that because they had to have known we would be distracted with, well, when's Luke gonna show up? Yeah. They had to know that. Yeah. Yeah. So we were so focused on that, the whole movie, even up till the end, like when the lightsaber flies out of Kylo's hand, I'm like, oh shit, Luke's here. No, it's just, it's just Ray that's what the movie is. It's a constant series of disappointments to me.
1: You just rewrote seven for me. You realize that you just rewrote seven <laughs> with one sentence. They could have fixed all that by it being the lightsaber flies out of his hand and into Luke's and into fucking Luke's. How much better would that have been? I'll take this back. Thank you. <laughs> just fucking wreck Kylo and leave him on the planet and saying, you know, tell him I'm sorry I failed you and, and save the fucking day. That would have made it. I will train you. Let's go.
0: I also see where they copped out though, because they ended the movie with this this uh, point of reverence. Uh huh. Here's like, Luke. He turns around. He doesn't look happy. He looks disgruntled. He looks more melancholy than anything. Yeah. He looked pretty pissed with his kind of. Mm, he kind of clenched his jaw and raises lip a bit. He's not sure if he's happy or sad. <laughs> or you're not as as. A it viewer. was almost uh, a disappointment. Like fate's here again you know what yeah. I mean destiny has arrived yeah it was it's like god damn it they suckered me into another uh-huh. movie exactly <laughs> but I mean you know she's standing there and she's offering the lightsaber and, and, and if you notice Luke is above her he's standing up the hill on top because he's he's the elder he's the legend of the stories even she talks like they the shit that happened 20 years ago they're acting like the stories are real what it's like that yes that is stupid Luke Skywalker was fucking real you know the guy who killed the Death Star twice, beat the Emperor, and <laughs> right, killed and Darth Vader. Just... The guy who destroyed the Empire. What? You mean he's real? What the fuck do you think happened? The, trip, but, I the mean, Emperor tripped over a railing and fell off? But, I mean, she was also on Jakku. But it's not just it's not just her. Everybody thinks that way. The only people who don't think that way are the fucking uh, Resistance. Right, they all know because yeah. well, they know Leia. So, and so they I don't know even the story. L- I don't even like the super weapon. The, the fact that it can take out, like, five planets at a time is just, it's overkill. I can understand them wanting to take out Coruscant. Isn't that what they take out? No. That's not implied that it's Coruscant, but you get that feeling that it is. Yeah, because it's a big metropoli- uh, metropolis Yeah, but it's city. not. It's okay. not. See, that was another complaint. We discussed this before. Is Yeah, there's no setup. We don't care about the, these planets. They get destroyed. There's no politics in Star Wars. You have a Star Wars movie that doesn't have any politics. Uh-huh it's heavily influenced by politics. Fucking 1 2 and 3 was nothing but it was it was showing that someone could influence politics mm-hmm. for a nefarious purpose, which you remember that was the main complaint of it. Nobody when nobody cares about taxation and trade federations. You could have toned it down, but it needed to be there. I have to have a setup. It has Give to me be a reason there. why is the trade federation have a fucking embargo on these people? Why? How can they have a blockade? How is that legal? How does this tie in to the rise of power of the Empire? My neighbor keeps uh, getting pizzas cheaper than me, so I'm going to put a bunch of armored vehicles around his trailer. <laughs> you know, I mean, I can't just do that. Mm-hmm. I have to have a legal reason or recourse to do so. Well, if you remember even in the movie, they're like, uh, we never... No, we're not holding them embargo. We're we're not boycotting them. We're not doing that. We don't have... We... we... <laughs> Uh, we don't have Lucre Hulk ships surrounding their planet preventing trades from go or (laughs) traded goods from going in or out. We just want our cut, our legal cut that we're due as the middleman. But yeah, no, there's no politics in the new trilogy. All I know is is that this person good, these guys bad. And that's another thing. They don't clarify. In the original trilogy, it's clear the Empire is the domineering force. And that the the resistance or the uh the Rebellion. Rebellion. They're a very small niche group fighting back. Winning some battles, losing most of them. Yep. That is made very clear. They're doing in, what they can when they can. Yeah, in all three movies. Any, even in the, sorry, even in, in the 1, 2, and 3, it's pretty clear that even though the Jedi are the domineering force, something small is breaking them up within, tearing them apart and separating them so it can take them out later. That's what Palpatine's doing. He's separating things. Mm-hmm. But in the new ones, in in 789, how far does the First Order extend? Because if they're just like the remnants of the Empire, they shouldn't be this powerful. Exactly, because... How how big is the Resistance? Those are things you have to learn in the extended universe. You have to read the Aftermath books. You have to look at the comics. You have to read the Vader comics. But Be- I still don't have an answer. How big is the first order? Why are they so powerful? They're not that big because you know where they are. They're in the unknown regions. That's where they. That's where they retreated to.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's only hinted at. They've been. They've been rebuilding their new fleet in the unknown regions, and they've quite literally. And everyone knows they've been coming into uh, Republic space. It. Excuse me. And kidnapping children. That you have to watch uh, the Clone Wars, and you have to watch Rebels. But that's what Huxley. His dad is the one that started the new Stormtrooper program. That's why he's the general. That's why he's General Hux. Because his dad is the one that said, I have an idea. Why don't we kidnap kids instead of clones and we raise them from childhood to be Stormtroopers? So he read uh, Halo, Fall of Reach. (laughs) No, his favorite movie was Soldier with Kurt Russell. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) But, I mean... Those are things that if you don't know the rest of the story, you're not going to know. Yeah, that's another bit of disappointment for me. There's people like Mark. Mm -hmm. If it didn't happen on film and was in the movie theaters, it's not fucking real. And I'm not picking on you. I'm saying if that's how you choose to view it, that's fine. So how is the average Star Wars person supposed to understand these interconnecting relationships between peoples and their histories when you don't even know who the fuck General Hux is? You just know he's Huxley and he's a whiny bitch and he's in charge of the foot soldiers somehow? This is supposed to be our new Tarkin. And every chance he gets, Kylo Ren makes him a bitch. (laughs) Vader respected Tarkin. When Tarkin said, you stop right now, Vader... This all-powerful destroyer of worlds stopped. Huxley never gets that kind of respect from anybody. And once again, the Clone Wars elaborates more on their relationship because they both thought military, even Anakin, was Mm -hmm. like, look, if you're if you if you're going to bring peace to a system, you've got to defeat the fucking enemies. Yeah, and you know, and so even though they didn't like each other personally, professionally, because at the time, Tarkin was a commander or a captain he was something like that yeah, yeah. he he wasn't grand moth or anything but because they didn't have moths yet it's still a goofy title i love it yeah i thought i thought moth was his name like moth tarkin right well and once again it's not explained anywhere in the movies what a moth is no but in that case it doesn't need to be that's
1: just kind of like back in the day when we were kids darth vader was carl called the sith lord right
0: And at the time... Yeah, you you didn't even know that Darth Vader wasn't his real name until he said he was Anakin Skywalker. Right. Right. Nobody knew Darth was a title.
1: Right. Like, there was that time that, you know, when we were kids, like, he was called a Sith Lord, and you're just like, what's a Sith?
0: Right, you have no idea the rules and the conditions it takes Mm -hmm. to be a Sith.
1: Right, you didn't know what a Sith was. You had no clue that, you know, him and the Emperor was a Sith, you know, as well. So it was kind of like, what's a Sith? But that's what... George put it out there. We all knew that he was the Lord of the Sith, and it was kind of that was something more badass
0: to make you go, "Well, what is it?" But George was good about putting context. You could, you could, for the most part, you could discern the understanding of a situation by the language used. Context. He was. Yeah. He was great at contexting yeah. things. Yes. Without saying it, he, he didn't he get did, over. He didn't need exposition. Well, but what's funny is his early drafts had so much exposition. Right. Mark Hamill can still remember to this day the, his test screening where he had so much exposition to spill out. He's like, "Uh, oh, what's he say? He's like, well, the defenses there are no greater than they are on Aquaminer Solace, and even if they were, like, what? Who talks like that? Right. <laughs> but he trimmed it down over years, and he got better about it. He got mm-hmm. better about how to say as little as possible while showing as much as possible I've talked a lot of shit about Lucas over the years but I mean but I've also tipped my hat and gave the credit that his final product Mm -hmm. you know was very very good but you know it's nice seeing that someone like him as a writer even he could write a story and he was like ooh I like this but is he gonna like it is she gonna like it Hmm. Can I tweak it? And he just continued to tweak and rewrite and figure it out. And you know what's impressive? He did it without the system. Right. He didn't have people domineering over him that, as much. You
1: you bring that into it. Like, that is also the thing that makes me feel the hardest about Star Wars is George Lucas wrote 1, 2, and 3, and for the most part, 4, 5, and 6. Uh, you know, he had different directors for f- five and six, just because it wasn't that long after his heart attack that you know that right. f- mm-hmm. five and six, <clears throat> excuse me, but it 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 makes me also see he was there every day, he was a part of that every day, and he was on set you know with that and did rewrites and stuff like that you know to fix things, mm-hmm. but seven eight and nine, seven eight and nine. There was
0: no George Lucas. That's the thing. 789 feel like a product. Exactly. Right, not right, a passion project. Right. 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 It they wasn't weren't... it wasn't important to the people. No. I mean it was important because one it'll make you money and two I got to work on Star Wars. No, you got to work on a product with Star Wars in the title. I think it was somewhat um passionate to to JJ at first. Right. Kind of like I mean, how Star Trek was, honestly. Right. I mean, he was a fan. And once again, I he, I don't think he's our level of fan. No. <laughs> but that but that could also be because he's also a writer, director, producer. He's a very busy, he's busy. person. Yeah, there's no doubt about you that. You know, he doesn't have time to sit and watch 200 hours of YouTube videos where someone critiques the meaning of uh, C-3PO's red arm. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You know who did? John Favreau. Uh huh, and, and fucking da- and Dave Filoni. Filoni. Thank you. Those are fans. Yep, Kathleen Kennedy. I'll, I'll bet she couldn't even name all the fucking characters like we could. Though so you do bring up a
1: valid point, and that those two actually brought George on set, and to the point where Favreau, Favreau. I laugh at so hard because Favreau gets so excited and looks at George and is like, hey, 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 you see what we did? Those are your babies up there. And George is like, well, actually, that really wasn't like that. And Favreau's was like, oh, <laughs> it's
0: like, damn it. I didn't impress Senpai. Right. But he knows he still has that sense of this is the
1: creator. This is the guy who I want right. to impress. This right. is the guy who, I, I, if I can get his blessing, then I feel like I'm making a good thing. So we have him come in. We take the guy who worked by him all these years, Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni did everything and passed everything by George that he could. To the point where when Dave Filoni talks, it's a lot of what I feel like George Lucas could come from, too. And even listening to him explain, you know, episodes 1, 2, and 3, like, he made me think about that saga in a completely different way. Even to the fact when he makes the correlation to Duel of the Fates. The the conversation he has about Duel of the Fates and saying, like, it's not just the, you know, it's not just the fate of the battle that's going on at there, but it's Anakin's fate. if right. if, if Qui-Gon dies... Obi-Wan teaches. Yep. But if Qui-Gon lived, Qui-Gon would have been his teacher, and it could could have been...
0: We could have a different person. Anakin could have never fell. But what I like about that is, I mean, you could even argue that the Force, not to pull a Jeff Goldblum, the Force selected him for extinction. (laughs) Uh, You could argue that, and I would actually say you have a very strong argument for that, because I don't see how Darth Maul could have beaten a seasoned... Jedi Master without some kind of divine intervention. Yeah, I mean, but that was also... Once again, that's explained in other sources. Palpatine, or Sidious, he recognized the power that Maul had. Sheev. (laughs) That's it. I was trying to think, what is his first name? I hate it. I hate his first name. What is it? Yeah, Sheev Palpatine. I kept wanting to say Shmi, but I'm like, no, it's not the one. Shmi's me. I'm Shmi. (laughs) Uh, Anyway... Part. Give me a second. I'll I'll get it. I'll get it straight in my head. The rule of two for the Sith. You know, there was always a master to embody the power and an apprentice to crave it. But I will say that wasn't a thing back then. That was no, never established. No, but I mean, I'm talking about uh, one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. By then, it was established.
1: And we only knew that because Yoda told us,
0: right? Yeah, he told us after the fact. Right. Yeah. So, the, okay, I get they get a new rule. But my point is. Palpatine broke that. And he never planned. How can I put it? Well, Maul was never his intended target. Exactly. He never taught Maul anything that he could use against him. Mm -hmm. He taught him he taught Maul how to kill Jedi. That's all he taught him. He taught him how to use the force in combat. And he taught him how to be absolutely deadly with a lightsaber. So it you gotta think about too. Gwygon, even though he's a master, he's uh he's a counselor, a consular. Now you're pulling Kotor in this, I right. like it. but I mean he's got the green saber. He's more about the the aspects of the force, the spirituality. So of course his lightsaber skills aren't gonna be to someone who's been training how to absolutely kill Jedi mm-hmm. where they stand. And that's where Obi-Wan, Maul yes. Obi Wan's still an apprentice at the time, so he can't match Maul either. Right. And even the two of them together at times are overwhelmed. Right. Like, there are times where, And that's a long-ass fight. There are times during that fight where he's on the run. There are times where they're on the run. And he separates them a lot, too. You know, he kicks Obi-Wan off the platform. Mm-hmm. So well, yeah. I mean, e- even though Maul's powerful, he knows he can't win against two people at and the conquer. same time. Exactly. Exactly. He had to keep them separate. So... That is that. There's no no question in my mind. That's probably the best fight in the series. And my favorite exchange of lightsabers ever is as soon as Qui Gon dies, and it's Obi Wan and Maul. They just tear it. Oh, okay. I
1: love when fucking Obi Wan splits it in two, and they're right to like,
0: <clears throat> kicks him <laughs> in the <laughs> fucking, fucking yep. forehead, yep. does a flip, and he's right back at
1: it. And, so good.
0: And Maul is like, oh, nice try, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, and right back to it. Neither one of them are gonna quit. <clears throat> they they then that's the thing. They both knew it was a fight to the death. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is a duel mm-hmm. to the death. One of us is dying in this room. <laughs> God. One of us is not walking away from this. You I, know?
1: After that, after episode one, I mean, I always loved Obi-Wan in 4, 5, and 6. I always loved Obi-Wan. Isn't he your favorite Jedi? I recall you telling me that. Somewhere. A long time ago. Yeah, that's who I've always loved was Obi-Wan. I always loved Obi-Wan because without Obi-Wan, like, we wouldn't have like you know he taught he taught Anakin of course poorly
0: well uh not poorly he Anakin needed a father not a brother i will say that he didn't protect Anakin enough he trained him well he didn't protect him enough he let him he tried he to be more of his equal under the influence yeah. yeah he tried to be more
1: of his equal and be like look you know this is we're buddy cop bros you know Mm-hmm. And not enough
0: of I'm the dad. You do what the fuck I tell you to. Like there was a bit to... of that in Attack of the Clones, but after that, he's they're they're brothers now. Like yeah, hey, you saved my ass that one time. Good on you, buddy. You know, and
1: you know they made that correlation. They they've said that before that you know, Anakin uh, Filoni even made the comment <laughs> that Anakin didn't need a brother. He needed a father. Mm-hmm. Like he. You know, he lost his mother. He got torn away from her, or taken out into the galaxy, away from her. He didn't need. He didn't need another friend. He didn't need another brother. He needed. He needed a father figure. Right.
0: Well, I mean, and part of it too, the Jedi being the police officers of the galaxy, that screwed him over. That was their biggest fucking mistake. That gave him power. That gave him ego, which they didn't have before. You know, the millennia before that. Mm-hmm. Well, I won't get into it. I'm gonna say the same kind of ego. And it blinded them, because then they became all, all, uh, all powerful, all seeing. There's no way mm-hmm. the dark side could yeah. exist. Uh, the Sith haven't appeared for a thousand years. We would know. we. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you <fucking laughs> cocky motherfucker! Back. You got one living in the yep. house right across the yep. street.
0: Yep. There's no mice in this house. Uh, we'd hear them. What's that dead thing in the floor? Uh, it doesn't matter. A Jedi killed him, so they're, they, they're obviously dead again.
1: Oh, nothing to see here. Move along. You know, I mean, <laughs> we, we
0: talked about it, too. I think we covered it before, so I won't stay on it. How they're, they're kind of like a cult. You know, they, they go out in the galaxy, and they legally take kids away from their parents because, like, hey, mm-hmm. you guys are, like, lame and boring, but your child has a potential to serve us. So... We, th- we think it's the will of the force that we take your child by force and raise them our way. This is sounding a lot like Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> and they came from the volcano, and Tom Cruise is their savior. <laughs> and Zinu. Uh... C- <laughs> 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 Shh. Shh. He legend. <laughs> like ultra, ultra mega chicken. <laughs> rice chicken. Rice. Uh, rice chicken. But um, we said it too. So... You know, Qui-Gon's like, oh, my God, this kid is a Convergence to the Force. He's like, oh, my God. He's, so,
1: he's so amazing. He's,
0: like, the greatest <laughs> ever. So, I know you're a slave, and I know your son's a slave, and I can only save one of you. Uh, so, I'm going to steal your kid. Uh, it'll be good for him. I promise. The Jedi could have eas- that Okay, he could have took him to train, right? Take him to the temple, and then grab some cash, and then go <laughs> right back, and then pay... Wado would have gave her up for twice her worth. Easy. They don't take Republic Dactaries? Could've junk. Take junk there. He's a junk man. That's what he does. Just tow an extra ship with you. Right. Just bring give I'm him a ship. I'm a Give him something with value, and then bring Smee back to the temple where we know she's safe and taken care of, even if they gave her a job as a janitor. And make damn sure Anakin cannot talk to fucking Padme. <laughs> I don't care if it's been ten years. You don't need to have a boner about Padme. But it just... Here's the thing. They, they didn't they, fucking they, care. They got what they wanted, and they moved on with life. Here's my problem with the the, the the prequel story. They never set up Anakin as unstable until episode three. If they had set him up as an unstable child with tendencies towards severe anger, then they could have done something with that.
1: Attack of the Clones. He murdered Tusken Raiders.
0: Yeah, kills but, the whole village, including the kids. But they never set that up in the first one. He was just perfect little innocent Jesus baby. Yeah, but I mean Yoda also describes that whole process. Well, fear, yeah, leads. fear leads to anger and right. anger, anger leads to hate. Right. But they never show him as being afraid until Attack of the Clones. And even then Obi-Wan's not there to baby him, so he just kind of goes off on his own adventure. I don't think we get a much Honestly, like
1: it, we understand that episode 1 is about, you know, gathering Anakin and and but really how much of it do is Anakin in it? We don't get to see him in the first act. We don't get to see him until basically they find him working in the junkyard, and then after that he races his
0: race, they go on the ship, there's a little
1: dialogue with him there, and then Yeah,
0: after his after his race he kind sorry, not to interrupt. After his race he ceases to be important to the story. There you go. Other than as a prop. Hey, well, we need Anakin to do something. Well, we said he was a pilot that one time. Let's have him blow up a ship. Right. That's what they do with him. He's kind of wasted potential. I feel like he should have been forced into the confrontation with Ball. He should have been forced. I think he should be older too, like 13 or 14. Me too. He should have been, and they should have shown him being mistreated as a slave. They never showed that. He's just kind of a kid you with a You kind of get,
1: you get an idea of it a little bit because Watto's just kind of like, well, you're a slave. Do as I ask and yada, yada. But and then go, go home. So, so I, had,
0: I had the idea way back when. That they should have shown Anakin picking up the parts in the desert after the last pod race. He should have been the one stuck with the job of collecting all the junk parts. And maybe even Sabulba's was there to torment him. Have something to set up that this kid is fucked. If he stays here, he's fucked. As it is, if he stays there, he's a slave. But he has a job, a place to live. He's taken care of. There's no danger in Tatooine if he stays. Well, and the the whole point is we go back to the aspect of is written for children. I know, but episode four was written for children too, and they showed burning corpses of people you cared about. Was it really wrote for children though? I mean, kinda. Let's go back to Uncle Owen and Aunt Oh, <laughs> uh, the Thumb Wars. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, I I have to get back to uh, Uncle Soon Dead and Aunt Gonna Bite It. <laughs> yeah. What what, what, what the, were the names, names again? <laughs> Aunt Soon Dead and Uncle Gonna Bite It. Oh no, <laughs> they've been clipped. <laughs> uh, there was a an, uh, my buddy keeps sending me these damn memes. It says "Hot Ants in Star Wars" and oh. it's a. Or no, Hot Ants in Disney movies, and it's like an, someone from The Incredibles. And then it's Hot Ants in Star Wars, and it's Bruce Burning Core. <laughs> <laughs> that is some funny That's shit. Terrible. Um, I just feel like if they were going to make that about Anakin, they should do more with Anakin, at least in Episode 1. After that, you have free reign to do whatever the fuck you want with him. Mm-hmm. Set him up that he's going to be Darth Vader. Don't just be like, "Oh, I miss my mom," and I'm kind of afraid sometimes. They could have even had, <clears throat> man, something bad could have happened. And at the end of the movie, uh, they, you know, they catch the guy, and mm-hmm. then young Anakin kills the dude. Make it Sebulba. then their rivalry in the pod race has meaning, aside from well, he, I race him in pods sometimes. Right. There's but just no he, connection. He can't with- touch me because I'm I'm Watto's property, and if he does, the Hutts will kill his ass. You know. I wish they'd have said that. That sounds so much better than what actually happens. Well, I mean, that's when he says. It'd be a shame if you had to pay for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: he's a dug. An <laughs> especially dangerous, dangerous dug, <laughs> dug called Saboba.
0: What made him dangerous? Uh, he walks on his uh, front legs and he uses his legs for everything well, else. Well, I mean, it's context clues. It probably means that he kills mofos for fun. Yeah, he and uh, in, in, I like how in uh, episode two he's got like a gangster posse and ladies. and So it's implied he's in the underworld. Yeah. Yeah, he hangs out with uh, Jabba. Maybe. G-A-B-B-A-Jabba. <laughs>
1: it's episode one, two, and three, like I was saying.
0: Not the worst movies. Right. Just a little underwhelming. Phantom Menace is just a touch underwhelming for me. I, I can defend Attack of the Clones except for the fucking dialogue. Between anime and... Anime? Anime. There you go. Yeah. yeah. The dialogue. In whatever anime. her name is. Who knows? <laughs> Potty Mama or Panda Bear or whatever the fuck I remember her name my is. mother. I was a baby. She was so beautiful. Wait a minute. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Did George not read his own script when he wrote... <laughs> <laughs> when he when he wrote those prequels? She was very sad. Yeah, she was crying her fucking eyes out because you just came out of her. Yeah, we're ranting. Let's move on. Still, <laughs> but, still let, the, Get to your point. Still... Oh, well... Uh, the other thing too we, is he lost is it
1: he could have been talking she could have been talking about her mother through blah 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 I gotcha. blah blah I blah, got gotcha. you blah, blah so anyway episode one two and three coherent story four five and six coherent story seven eight and nine feels like it's wrote by
0: a mass. It's wrote by people who said this would be cool. Everyone took shifts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It feels like yeah. there's a big boardroom full of people. All right, act 1, you write. Mm. Oh, it was the scene from RoboCop too when they're reprogramming him. Yeah. And she's like, "So, what are some things we can do? You know, he has he has he has the three main objectives, right? Yeah, the three directives and the three all of a sudden directives. he has like 412. Yeah. And, that is and, what it feels like. It's alone exactly. and underperforming. Always obey the speed limit smoke you know thank you for not smoking yeah yeah
1: but my my main complaint was is those two things that i've said was there's no skywalker and the two droids are not there 3po and r2 they are there as background noise they are there as you know uh, i guess like hey look they're doing the star wars and star wars and that, and that's about it. That's all. All it felt like to me was they used those as props more than they
0: used them as. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're pointing to it and being like, "Hey, remember this?" with a glowing neon sign.
1: And honestly, how does that
0: make you feel? You remember that, honestly?
1: And that—that that was my big issue with episode, like episode seven. Like we've said, I I enjoyed most of it, but when you take R two D two and Luke Skywalker and you put a drape over them until the end of the movie. I, I cannot get over that. I gotcha. Like, it, Luke Skywalker's in the fucking beginning crawl. His name is mentioned.
0: <laughs> that really is kind of like if they had gone g- going back to episode one. If they'd been like, okay, well, we have to save the whole republic. And they do everything and save the day. And then they're like, by the way, here's this kid on Tatooine. He's powerful. Yeah. That's right. what it, that, that is what it feels like. it. it He's it's, got a future.
1: It's like they baited us the whole way into and, and thinking that we were going to get... We were finally going to get to see the Jedi that we wanted, and we did get to
0: see him for ten seconds. Right, he was in the movie. It's confirmed. He's in the credits. Well, with no dialogue. I, I want to go. With no I want to go all the way back to Kathleen. So here, here's how I would look at it as a rational, critical thinking, thinking human being. Everything that she has ever said about her plans for the trilogy, the plans for characters who they decided on things, you know, all big decisions. Everything she has said about that trilogy the cast in interviews have all contradicted pretty much basically calling her a liar. So, if if you run a company and you've put this person in charge of a product and every single person once the product has been put out that's worked on it has been like no, that wasn't what we were told. You know, she's like, "Oh yeah, Palpatine was the he was the end guy uh-huh. to begin with they didn't decide that till like the last month of shooting you know what I mean yeah they're like uh, how do we make this marketable all of a sudden exactly they had no clue what they were doing so my point is as a person why would you if I was in charge of something and the person I put in charge of something is a con- confirmed liar why would I want them in that position still because then, if they're lying to the public, are they lying to me? The only other question, the only other reason I could think of, is they're complicit in it. They know what's going on and they don't care. You you look look at the profits of the last trilogy. The first one, you know, it came out of nowhere. Everyone was excited, so it made a lot of money, like eight billions, like two point eight billion or something. Yeah. They steadily decrease each movie because what happened is people like me, uh, Trayton and I. And myself, I watched The Force Awakens probably three times in theaters, right? hmm I watched The Last Jedi in theaters once. Yeah, no, I, I, haven't, I haven't seen I've it I've given since. it no money since then, and I watched uh, The Rise of Skywalker once in theaters, and I'm not... Now, I, I have Disney+, Plus, and like I said earlier, I have watched them a couple times trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. I, I actually tried to put aside my biases... And watch the movie and analyze it and decide how I feel about it. And I'm the same with Mark. I am just... I am not happy with the product. I'm not happy with it. And like you said earlier, it was built as a product to sell. It wasn't from... They didn't care about it except for the monetary value. Yes. No one, not a single... I can't say that because I wasn't in those meetings, but it feels like not a single person there, including Kathleen, gave two shits what I thought about the product. They don't care. They wanted to do their own thing, push their own agenda, Mm -hmm. and put it on the screen, and they were right. I went, because it was the Star Wars name, I went to go watch it. I gave them one theater ticket. Okay, so, what what you've
1: said also makes me think of another analogy that I put to this. I was thinking about this earlier today. So tomorrow, if McDonald's is bought, and they don't they don't have the same cooks, they don't and they don't have the same recipe. They don't have the same cook. They don't do any of that stuff. They bring in new staff and everything, and you show back you show back up because well, it's McDonald's, right? You think, well, it's McDonald's. They're going to serve me the same thing I've always gotten. And you go in there and you eat it and you're like, something's different. Eh, okay, no big deal. Maybe it's just maybe it's just something they're off. So you go in the next time and you just dislike it again. You still are buying it and then they they say, hey, we're going to bring up this new sandwich, the blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, yeah, that's great. I'll, I love McDonald's. I'll go back and try it again. I'll give it then, a shot. And you go back and you're just like, man, it just does not taste good at all then you don't really want to eat there again right it kind of s- sours your idea that you want to keep going back to eating you do i mean you do because it's mcdonald's and people are like well yeah
0: they're gonna sell some hamburgers we're, we're gonna show mm-hmm. up and buy those fucking hamburgers here regardless. that's the thing it's like someone said hey we're mcdonald's we sell hamburgers we'll sell you a hamburger but they sell you a big mac instead of a quarter pounder you know I mean that's it's a, that's a bit of a Well, they, they with, change but. their fries like oh, we cook with all natural canola oil there now. There you go. Uh-huh. Yeah, and we use sea salt, but salt's bad for you. So there's only one grain of salt per ten fries. Right. You know, and they also like oh, uh, our burger is plant based now. We oh we didn't say that in the commercials. That's right, because the commercial we filmed the burger in is all beef, but mm-hmm. these are plant based. Right. You know, but not then- everyone wants a plant based burger. Sorry. But then they open up another McDonald's down the road
1: and those people talk to the people who made the original Big Mac, the original quarter pounder with cheese and said, hey, how do you do this? How do you make this? And that is where Dave Filoni came in. Because mm-hmm. Dave Filoni has the secret sauce. He's got the secret sauce. Right. To make a better burger than fucking
0: all of the fucking series that they made before, yeah, he knows. But he it, knows but, exactly. But he also what it adds took. his own to it. He he takes that original recipe and he says that's good. But what if I cut the salt out? What if that's too much fat? Let me cut that fat out. Let me add some lettuce and some some little bit of pepper to it. Let me add some fire and spice to it, and then you get rebels. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I will be honest. I'm not the biggest fan of most of the things David Filoni has done. But it, it really just, as I've said a million times, it boils down to him changing things that shouldn't have been changed and adding things that weren't really necessary. But what he did with what was there was just fucking fine. I got you. So it, it's a product you could get behind because it feels like Star Wars. It feels more like Star Wars than what we have. It's it's a devil-you-know situation. I mean, the, in, the same situation happened before when the prequels came out. All the old timers were like, this isn't Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But the people that grew up with those films, the kids that grew up with them like we grew up with the other ones, they look at them with the same reverence. Right. So they love those films. Absolutely. I got a buddy who is all up in the, right. the prequels. And over the years, I've watched them so many times that they've grown on me. And I'm like, you know what? These aren't that half bad. I was a bit of a dick on these. I, I, Clone Wars, I don't know. I have a hard time giving that one. I give everyone the credit due. The actors, they did the best they could. The staff, the special effects writer, you know. Everyone who put that film together, they put their heart and soul into it, and I get it. It's just not a product I'm that extremely proud of as a consumer. You mean Attack of the Clones? Yeah, what did I say? Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah, Attack of the Clones. Sorry.
1: What you got in a Happy Meal? <laughs>
0: but it's, it's funny you say that, because what you just described is how I feel about Clone Wars, the series. Well, I'm not huge on the Clone Wars anyway. Uh-huh. It, I mean, it's neat, but I've never really cared about the clones. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not even the clones that bother me. It's it's They made Asajj Ventress, you know, an anti-hero when she was very clearly a one-off villain. They made uh, – I, I keep going back to, to getting the, Tartakovsky's Clone the Wars. the The argument I could have is just, but that's character development. But is it necessary for that character? I won't get into it. This isn't about that. I Okay, I gotcha. The
1: fact uh, remains, uh, though, it, if ahead. you're going to go ahead and... Oh, we're going to use the analogy some more. Keep making fucking burgers and you're going to use the McDonald's name, it'd be nice if you went back and asked the guy how he was making them. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean honestly, if, if, if you're going to buy a place and you're not going to sell hamburgers the way that they did or make a completely new one... Change the name.
0: Well, mm-hmm. they don't even sell burgers anymore. They sell pasta and salads. Right. <laughs> you know? It, it's, now with Fazoli's. Right. It's clearly not the same thing. <laughs> but it's got the McDonald's name. Right. But eventually people will get wise to it, and they'll stop going. Here's the thing. I'm about to make a Godzilla analogy, because that's what they're doing with Godzilla. Okay. Was that it? That, that's it. That's. I'm trying not to force my things in. In Transmission. <laughs> what was that, that? The Outer Limits, wasn't it? You know, <laughs> right trans- <Our> <laughs> Yeah. So, we shouldn't be game discretion advised anymore. We should just be like... Star Wars discretion, <sighs> yeah. discretion. yeah. Kathleen Kennedy discretion right.
1: advised. Right. Something.
0: This,
1: we, we will eventually... Like, if you look at our gaming atmosphere right now, nothing is happening. Like, I mean, the gaming news that's going on right now, there's stuff old, happening... You know, Microsoft just ended their... Or finally got the okay for their acquisition Bethesda. of Bethesda. Uh, or Cinemax Studios. They didn't have that yet? Well, it's it wasn't okayed by the EU or the US uh, trade of commissions. And now it is. So now they own all that stuff. Um, but it also... You know, the games aren't coming out. We can't even get goddamn consoles. I have right. a Series X by some... Fucking fairy dust magic I have a Series X, and I shit you not. called (laughs) eBay. I've been looking. I have been looking for other people, and I've been trying my ass off. I sat in a queue for two hours where Walmart was letting people buy one every ten minutes. I had to refresh my queue to try to get one, and no, it did not happen. And it is flat fucking ridiculous because almost
0: all of them are going on eBay. Yep, and the scalpers. Fuck them. Yep. And then there's a, a big tussie with that because the scalpers are trying to... Once again, this is a generalities, but I know there's a, a scalping forum or whatever, and they're all trying to play the victim. Everyone's mm-hmm. pissed at them because they wanted to hog all the inventory. Whatever. You know what? I'll go without the system for a while, and then I won't buy their fucking system, the one that they want to sell me for 1400 Just use it. Play on it. Mm-hmm. You bought it quit trying to sell it to me cuz i'm not going to buy your overpriced shit it's it's a it's a passing fad it's like um with day traders they they say 80 or 90% of day traders on the stock market the people that sit at home and they trade you know a couple hundred or a few thousand dollars most of them end up losing money and it turns out when you look at stocks on the long haul over 7 years when a new stock comes out it's only profitable for about that 7 years And then by the end of the seven years, nine times out of ten, most of those companies on the stock market are gone because they get purchased, they get sold, they get shut down, stuff like that. So it's one of those things where when you start looking at data and you look at the information, you realize it's one big fucking joke. And everyone falls into it. You're like, oh my god, I can... Of course there's one. It's like the lottery. It's exactly like the lottery. There has to be a winner because you have to have something to aspire to. Well, you have to have something, you have to have proof that this is worth buying. Right, that it, exactly, that I can win. I could win. What are my odds? Oh, one in 17 trillion. You never know. (laughs) So you're telling me there's a chance. you're telling me there's a chance. Exactly. So everything, everything is rigged, in my opinion, and to an extent, because there's a free will aspect to it, because there has to be. You have to be will... You know, you have to decide... You think you're choosing to fall into this. Exactly. But you're not. You're being manipulated into it. So, but in the long term, there's a few winners and a whole lot of losers, and that deals with everything. What are we talking about? I don't even remember anymore. Star Wars. Star I Wars. Uh, I thought I had moved on to Star, from Star Wars. What we I were talk- talking about video games, and, and we were talking about how general. we couldn't keep consoles oh. on the shelves. Oh, and that goes that goes back to the uh, consoles.
1: Honestly, I think
0: the thing that they need to do
1: with consoles is stop doing online sales with them. Yeah. Put them on a fucking shelf. Because guess what? All this One shit that's customer. going on, all this shit that's going on right now is because they're not doing it the old way. They're fucking getting people online to be able to just gobble them up as soon as they become available, and they have fucking programmable bots. You can't cr- program a bot to fucking walk into Walmart and take
0: one. You can't. I could. That's well, easy peasy. Right. dude? if a nine-year-old can <laughs> when reprogram it a nine. When Elon Ed Musk owns all the PS5s, <laughs>
1: right? then we'll talk. But as of
0: right now... No, I, you're exactly right, and I see your point, and that brings me back to my point. That, that whole thing that whole scalping is a fad where they say oh my god i can buy that for 600 and i can sell it for 12 because there's a you know there's a there's a short stock on them or not short stock but there's a pinch on them and they're hard to find so of course someone will buy it and of course a few of them will get sold because there are people out there with enough money they don't give a fuck especially right now mm-hmm. they'll they'll pay six times what it's worth just so they can make little timmy happy on christmas or his birthday because they have that kind of money. The rest of us don't, and we have to scrimp and save if we want to buy a new console. Or if we decide we're going to switch to PC, well, I need to scrimp and save too, because it's about the same price if I want a comparable PC. And it's worse right now because video cards are going through
1: the same fucking problem right. that consoles are. Yep. Are they? Yep. Yeah. I was
0: actually considering getting into those.
1: Because, see, somebody made the comment the other day like, Fuck this, I'm not waiting around on a console, I'm going to PC. Yeah. And the sad factor of it was is, is you're not building a uh, next gen console or a next gen PC right now, because all of Nvidia's new 30 series cards, the 3000 series video cards, good luck finding one. They're all fucking sold out, all of them. Mm. And now, I was is looking. at the same? At, th- are they
0: being used or are they being scalped? Scalped. A lot of them. Some of them are
1: being gobbled up because people are trying to use them for cryptocurrency. But for the most part, a lot of them are being scalped. And I wanted a... Okay, so there's the... (coughs) There's a 3070, the 3080, and the 3090. And then they released the 3060s, kind of like the...
0: The affordable option. Right, I heard about that. They They were remaking an older model card because they can get those out and they know they'll sell. But the newest cards, because there's such a pinch on them... They're they're being they're being sold as fast as they make them.
1: Right. And it's it's sad to see it. It's sad to see it go that
0: way. Right.
1: I I, I just don't know. I I honestly don't know what the
0: solution is beyond well, trying to get it to happen. Part of that is, how can I put it, the internet mentality that there's money to be made on the internet because you can sell anything to somebody, mm-hmm. someone out there will buy whatever it is you have. You just have to hunt them down and have enough of the product. So everyone's trying to get rich quick, but that's the thing. You're not going to su- – what are the chances of you going to succeed when you're one out of 14 million people and you're thinking that you're going to make it big by buying two two cards <coughs> and selling them for three times the price? And what's worse is people will fool you with it. Right. Or will fool themselves with it. They'll be like, look <clears> – <throat> I can't even get into it. I'm drawing Bowser. I'm sorry. Well, do you remember the Rick and Morty uh scene where he's like, Guys, we gotta go to Walmart because they got the Legend of Zelda DS. Yeah, the George yeah. Mask DS. Yeah. yeah the yeah, mortgas Ma- exactly. mask, and he he wants to buy a stack of them and he's like, and there's a mail in rebate, and you can send him so you can buy him for two hundred and get the hundred back, and we can sell them for two twenty five, we can make we can double our money. Come on, guys. You know, and he's like opening the safe, mm-hmm. the house safe, and he's stealing all the cash because, you know, he's excited about his new plan. Uh-huh. But why do you think there's a re? Why is there a rebate? Why no? why no no? Why is there a surplus of them? Why can he go and buy thirty or forty of them at Walmart? Because nobody wants them. Because they're not fucking selling. That's why there's a rebate on them. That's why there's inventory. Because you know I, I'm I'm no fucking expert in this, but there's there's no demand on that product. Not a massive demand. Yeah. You know. So it's just. But I mean, it's also the internet. You you would he'd have to put lines out, and hopefully someone would bite. But odds are, if your Walmart has thirty of them in stock, someone else's Walmart has enough.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and if you think you're gonna, <clears throat> I love that when people think they can beat Walmart's prices on shit. That why do you think Walmart? Ha- you know, because they don't pay their employees shit. They buy everything from China. You know, I don't mean to get political or. Whatever well, but you did. I did. But it is what it is. I don't know. Going back to Kathleen Kennedy, I just don't know what what value they see in her. She's not making any more money than anybody else in her position would. The only thing I could think of is she causes buzz. She's in all, in, all press is good. Right, for us. exactly. That's all I could think of. It's either that or they're. she's got dirt on them. <laughs> <laughs> you know? She's got them by the balls, the short hairs, and there's nothing they can do about it. So, just like, all right, well. I mean, that's always possible. You're in charge. But, I mean, going all the way back to the beginning of the podcast, <laughs> when you're doing your orni- your earnings report and everyone in the report is like, fire her, fire her, mm-hmm. fire her. And the only thing you can say is, no.
1: Well, I mean... It didn't really come off that way. It came off as a, Hey, are you guys gonna fire her and are they gonna shit can her and and put Dave and and John in the position and he was like, Oh, Kathleen Kennedy, you know He he definitely made it sound like, you know, they were happy with Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. And I and that's Nobody else is. None but of us are.
0: There's also I the politics know. where for all we know. Behind closed doors there are talks. Yeah. For all we know, Disney could be divided over her. Half of Lucasfilm and Disney could be like, get rid of her, and the other half is like, No, she's great, keep her, everything's amazing. That's the thing. I don't ever trust it until something happens. Right. You can say what you want, but she could be <laughs> fired tomorrow. Right. It they could just be saving face. Yeah. At and least also- with her for now. Right. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell you because the unfortunate truth is she does have some power in Hollywood. Obviously, well, she has power at Lucasfilm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it always reminds me of, uh, oh, uh, the episode of South Park where they're taking all the guns out of ET. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: and I don't remember. And that's the episode where they're like, "We need to redo uh, all of Steven Spielberg and George Lucas's movies," so all the guys. <laughs> Uh, the the, the kids storm uh, Lucasfilm or whatever to get the original print of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark because they don't want it to be modified. Yeah. And all the guards have walkie-talkies instead of guns. Like, all the guards <laughs> in, in... It's fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> they made a big stink about... Uh, he replaced all the guns in E.T. with walkie-talkies. Oh. Mm. Does one of them have a gun? Not I mean, the... if it shoots,
1: I assume. They yeah.
0: <laughs> can't change that to a walkie-talkie.
1: Yeah, it was because it was, at the end of E.T., it was because it was menacing. So he gave all the federal agent. they wanted to give all the federal agents walkie-talkies versus guns, so it didn't look as as menacing. Hmm. That was on the special edition of E.T. That's when they put all the CGI effects in it
0: and released it in theaters. I, I don't remember that ever happening. So. Yep. I, but, I, I, yeah. I I probably heard the E.T., and I was like, yeah, it's great. The ride at Universal was, was better. And then just... <laughs> and then filed it under trash. What I love about that episode is it starts with a, an opening by Trey Parker and Matt Stone, and they're like, hey, so when we made South Park, we originally wanted uh, uh, walkers in the background. So they reshow the first episode, and it's crappy animation, but it has, like, uh, chicken walkers in the background, at <laughs> or ATSTs. Uh, those guys are my heroes, because they don't fucking care. No, they don't they give don't a shit. They don't care. You know what's funny, too, is when the rest of the world's getting canceled, no one can touch them. Mm -hmm. Because they don't give a fuck Not to date this, but their uh, COVID episode Comes out tonight in like two hours Okay, I wonder if I can find it on So that's very dated Just look out when that episode premiered and You'll know exactly when we recorded this I'd like to see that Yeah, it's called South Park, but there's a queue at the end of Park Yeah, okay, is that supposed to be for Quarantine, I guess Or the QAnon theories I have no idea QAnon, whatever We'll find out Let's get out of here, guys. Okay. Yeah, it's getting late. You got a long drive ahead of you. Forrest. Yes, Master. Yes, Master.
1: If people are going to reach us, where would they reach us at?
0: I don't know. I've been in the fucking hospital. Why don't you cut me some goddamn slack? (laughs) You're not paying for my medical bill, are you?
1: (laughs) we can start with GamerDA.com.
0: Where would we go after that? facebook gamer discretion advised Ooh, he twisted it up yeah. have i been paying attention let's see uh twitter do, 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 at do, gamer do, da one he has <laughs>
1: <sighs> and you can shoot us emails at podcast at dot josh forrest and i will be watching the uh, email train hopefully somebody will put one through there and we'll has some shit to say about it oh, soon. Oh, there's
0: one. Open it up. What does it say? You guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It's Kathleen Kennedy. Hey. K- like, you guys are officially canceled. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Like, damn, we haven't even aired the episode yet. Right. Durga, Durga, Durga. See you guys. <laughs> oh, that is horrible.
2: You failed, Your Highness. I am a Jedi. Like my father before. So be it, Jedi. If you will not be turned, you will be destroyed. game. this mask off but you'll die nothing can stop that now just for once let me look on you with my own eyes you here. I've got to save you.